There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Eight times done we're having a night Oh yeah, it's got some sparkle Oh my god. Look, hi. Oh, <gasps> all right. It sort of tastes amazing. It kind of tastes like really tart elderflower cordial. I'm almost like, is this a cider? Well, it's a wine from the Czech Republic, Moravian Czech wine. I mean, I've never had a wine like that. I feel like it's gonna be really healthy for us, for our gut. <laughs> For good. This is why I love <laughs> sour beer, yeah, nat wine. I'm like, I trick, I've tricked myself so quickly. Oh, it's absolutely, I am getting my gut biome back to where it's supposed to be by drinking a sour beer. Yeah. Totally. Do you, do you, do you hey grefti, it says. Is that what it's called? Where do you see that word? Dluche grefti. Alba mixtura. Dluche grefti. <laughs> That's concerning me is I'm pretty sure I've drunk this before and it didn't taste like this. That would be so us <laughs> to drink a bad bottle of wine and be like, mm, wow, this is so interesting. I've never had anything like this before. That sourness, that tartness. Mm-hmm. It's like um, that Miranda July movie, one of her early ones where she works in an art gallery or it's like a satire about people who work in art galleries and there's like a... You know, one exhibition is there's just crap all over and there's like a banana peel on the floor and some critic or someone goes in and is like, oh, wow. And then someone just like picks it up and throws it out. Yeah. Or it's the opposite, (laughs) that it is the art. Who knows? That's us with this wine. Exactly. But I'm, I'm not not into it. Okay. My one hesitation is that it did have one of those tops like a little cap it had a, it wasn't corked it had a cap like a beer cap yes it had a cap that implies that there will be a of some kind when you open it a right psh. right there was no sound there was no there were no of the drums of the what is that the symbols there was no Seinfeld interlude um yeah, but right. here so, we are. So is it supposed to be like this? Shouldn't it be fizzier than this? Why would they need a top like that? Well, Some mysteries I think are never solved. People are doing all kinds of things in the natural wine world now. I w- Did you hear the girl in the wine store who kept on going, it's skin contact. I love skin contact. I did. Which I was like, oh no, is it time for me to stop drinking anything that has skin contact? I was just like, where are you from that you haven't heard anyone Talk about skin contact. I thought maybe she was in visiting from Jersey. Well, I think the point was that she has heard a lot of people talk about skin contact, which is why she's totally obsessed. But she was explaining it to the fr- to the friend who oh. was like, "Whoa, oh, yeah." Also, I feel like one's first experience with you know an orange wine is generally not pleasant. I must beg to differ. I'm like, give me all the funk. I live, I would, I'll live in the barnyard. No, me too. But I'm saying, I feel like your first experience, if you've been drinking like, quote unquote, normal wines your entire life, and then you have a sip of an orange wine, it's like, huh? Oh, I was like, mmm, kombucha. This is what I want most white wine to taste like. It took me, I think, a little while to get into it. But I, it was surprising. It was. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah, it just, it doesn't have 
the, the, the exact notes that you're used to. No. It's playing with a whole other instrument. It's got its own identity. <laughs> it sure does. And its own personality, okay? <laughs> On the way down here, we were talking about the ideal foods to take out. Oh, my gosh. To order from takeout. Well, you hit the nail on the head pizza. Pizza. Well, part of why we're discussing this is because it's like, obviously, I have a no plastic in the house kind of a rule. So usually if we're ordering in, it's got to be something that doesn't come in plastic, i.e. pizza or Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> Although I feel like some they're supplementing now with the plastic. I know. The days of the cardboard, the beautiful cardboard container. That container is so gorgeous. The shape of that with a little metal handle. It is. Oh, my God. I mean, it feels very Sex in the City to, like, carry a bag that's in that shape. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, but they are supplementing, it's true. Now it's become... Although, there's a place, Mala Project. Do you ever go there? No. Oh, it's so good. All They, they do a Sichuan dry pot, so mm-hmm. it's like, whatever, you know what it is. Like, you don't dunk the ingredients into a liquid. It's all done. It's all cooked over, like, like a stir-fry-ish thing, I guess. Um, but they deliver it. I believe it comes in cardboard, mm-hmm. and it's fucking good. So Oof. that's also on the list of things I can order. But we got on this because we were like, whoa, who would who would order in a cheeseburger? Like one of the worst things to travel. Let's let's break this down. Why it's an abomination. First of all, it's cook. You need it to be cooked. It's a steak product. Yes. So you need a little bit of the Meyer Maynard 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 my Maynard. Me, me, me and my Maynard. <laughs> Maynard reaction. But, well, we'll get into that in a bit. But you, you order a burger from a restaurant with a specific temperature in mind, I'm assuming. Yeah, unless you're doing lucky. takeout from, like, Shake Shack, which is more understandable. If, they, if it's wrapped in paper. I was just <laughs> thinking this. If it's in paper, it's totally Totally fine. Totally, yeah. you're allowed to take it home. If it's in and out. If it's McDonald's. If it's, it's Shake Shack. That's to go food. It's burger from a window. If you ordered from a place where it's coming in plastic, this is what we're talking about. Where it's like a bistro burger. It's on a brioche bun, most likely. And probably the toppings are like, I'm imagining like, and this is a combination I love, just not as takeout. Like a gruyere, a tomato, like a butter lettuce leaf, and like a mustard aioli. I was going to say a homemade ketchup that's way too sweet. Oh, no. <laughs> that may be, like, almost kind of like a chunky ketchup. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, no. I can see the striations of the real tomatoes that this came from, and that's not what I want. That infuriates me, actually, that that's even a thing that we've talked about this, but a thing that anyone is even attempting. Why? You're wasting your time. You're- Don't mess with a classic American condiment. A condiment that defies, defies its condimentness. Like, it is above and beyond. It's re- it is ketchup. Ketchup is it. Yes. Is Heinz. Is Heinz, Heinz, Heinz. Yes. Heinz is ketchup. Ketchup is Heinz. Yes. Wait, what is that? Isn't that like from Ace Ventura? It's like (laughs) Heinz is, you know, when that like totally transphobic. Oh my God. I don't know. Jesus. Um, Okay, wait, hold on. But definitely the word Heinz is in there somewhere. Okay, so we've got the problem of, yes, your order Temperature control. Temperature control is number one. Number two, condensation. Steam. Oh my God. It's the same thing if like you order... Ordering a grilled cheese to go, no, the, it defeats the point. You may as well just order a cheese sandwich that's never seen a flame. I mean, you're not getting anything that stays crispy to go unless it's something that's all crisp, like 
like a tempura or, you know, even, even that, that. It gets soggy. I think actually we're cracking the code, which is you can't get things that are supposed to be crisp, which is why like pasta travels well. Yeah. Ish. Ish. No, I take that back. <laughs> take comes, that back. I feel like imagine, okay, everybody imagine decanting your pasta. Imagine taking your plastic container and flipping it over. What what shape is the pasta in? Does it fall in a beautiful pile? No, it stays in the exact shape of no, the container. No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I mean, it depends on how quickly it got to where you are, but like... Depends on where you're ordering from. You can order from some good places that are like making handmade noodles. Although I'm also like having the image of like then just cutting that into a nice wedge and like eating it with your hands and that sounds delicious. Like a timpano or whatever? Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds good. Um... Yes, so the steam, it, you know, this is why point one led into point two, because it's going to keep cooking. Yes. It's in a hot little, it's like airplane food. The oh. bun gets soggy. The burger no longer has any kind of texture to it. The The lettuce is wilty. Yeah. It's just oh, all lettuce, mushy and bad. And the lettuce has also, at this point, touched grease. Lettuce should only touch grease when you're about to eat it. As in, like, you should only dress your salad when you're about to eat it. That's a fantastic point. Thank you. Not to, and then, you know, the tomato is doing whatever it's doing. But they, I feel like when I, in my mind's eye, it's a bun, then there's the burger, and then, like, the top part of the bun is sort of, like, slightly offset. The cheese has already congealed, of course. Yeah. Cheese not in melting state. No, it's hard. Another food that I think is very good for takeout, duh, Indian. Yeah. Because I was thinking about, like, what's good on planes, right? Like, what can, what gets better? Stews. Chili. Mm-hmm. Stews. Things that are better, like, in the recipe when it's, like, and, you know, let cool and serve or... No! It's spring! Can you guys hear the ice cream truck? Oh, my God. That means spring has officially sprung. Oh, it does. I have that so great exciting. picture of you with your crazy jacket that Danny made in front of the the truck, the... What's it called? It was not a Mr. Softy. Yeah, it Mr. was like Softy. the the mm. other one that's not as good, like NYC Soft mm. or something. <laughs> this wine may be sour, but it's going down really It's easy. going. <laughs> <laughs> it's only eleven percent ABV. Um, Although all this shit is so unregulated, how do they really? know? Yeah, oh. I think all wine is, but especially like the natural ones. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Wait. Okay. In we Indian chili. Yes, oh, we're gonna, gonna say make the recipe. I was like, let cool and serve, or, you know, even better, put it in the fridge and serve tomorrow. Or in five days. I made a barbacoa where it was like five best, days. It was you like, aged it. <laughs> serious eats was like best if you best if left, you know, in your refrigerator for five days. And I was like, I didn't have five days to do it, but what? I had one day. I have never heard five five days. Most American households would throw it out. Oh God! Everybody You're like get a clue. Like once you get past the five day mark, most foods, you know, they taste completely different. That either in a good way or yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you I can just we... weather the five day point. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it did. It definitely said five uh, up. Uh, sorry, up. it was up to five days. It was up <laughs> to five days. It was not like if you can get a five day point, then just keep going. It was up to five days. But, like, that's, hey, low and slow, baby, what do you want? Well, I mean, I could keep it for up to a week. Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't say that it's a, it's best. It's peaking at its five-day point. 
I, that's where you. I'm yes, I th- well, one would say it's probably peaking at day three. One would say. <laughs> one is that. The one fact. would be me. Um, other forms of takeout. Yeah, it's just I think the steam. This, but I'm like, if you could get tempura in a bag, if you can get fries in a bag. This is that my thoughts exactly. If you're gonna have takeout, be like, okay, the burger we serve at this restaurant. If you would like it to go, we wrap it in paper. Yep. Oh, and you know what? I was watching a video. Of like, the first time in a while I'd watched like a cooking channel type thing. This was actually in South America, but they were making burgers and they took them off the grill. They did it all. It was like almost like a Bobby Flay. You remember when he used to like cook outside on his show? Oh, sure. Bobby, oh, just manning the grill. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the word is manning. Yeah, so there man, is. So man, you know? Yeah. Man hey, grill, man, you want to man the grill, Ugh. man? Ugh. Oh my god, I once let a fucking friend man the grill after insisting that he was the, uh, the best grill man. He overcooked the salmon. I mean, these people ravage the product. I mean, my comfort <laughs> level with letting someone else man the grill is very... I don't have one. And it, sh- it should... You should not have any comfort with that because we all know what happens. The yeah. guys want to get in because they're in front of the fire. <laughs> There's something primal about it. Fuck right. Off. And the, right. But like most modern day men are like... Yeah, I'll do it. And then they're like, wait, babe, how do I, so what, how do I cook a, you know, I just didn't want to step on your toes, but you know, it's like, (laughs) just figure it out. Chris will be like, is it, is it one minute and 30 seconds aside or one minute and 45 aside? And I'm like, part of you manning the grill is promising that you're going to figure it out. And also part of you manning the grill is using your instinct. Use that manly instinct to figure out when something has cooked enough and when yeah, I don't know. It's verging on being overcooked. Touch it, perhaps. Exactly. Ooh. People are so you scared of touching. I mean, touching I, food. when I mix my salad with my hands, I'm always very, I'm like, guys, I'm washing my hands before I do this. Oh, don't you worry. do do that. I do do that because I've I'm terrified that, that. Oh, I'm terrified that somebody is going to look at me and be like, did you see that she just like mixed the salad with her hands? Oh my God. At your own home? I don't know. No. People are. People are crazy. People are so crazy, and I always have to, well, I don't know if I've ever verbally have to do, have, have had to do this to someone, but I always imagine, like... I imagine doing this. I, ma- I do, like, saying, don't you know what they do at a restaurant? Okay, when you just <laughs> said, like, I imagine doing this, like, half of my life is spent imagining things <laughs> that oh I God. will do. <laughs> Oh my God, that's very everything, like that everywhere, all at exact once. See, I watched an Oscars movie. <laughs> she watched an Oscars movie. Everybody, we're so proud. The one that won, the one that swept. It's so sliding doors of you. But like, do you not just? Of I, course. I mean, if I've ever had an interaction with a person that has been negative or positive, I then spend days thinking about like how it's gonna go the next time I see that person. Absolutely. Or just like a complete fiction of like. Me being a barista and, like, somebody being an asshole to me and then being, like, the next time I see them, I'm going to be, like, remember that last time? I don't know. I mean, I can't come up with a good like, comeback right now. But mocha, no foam or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Mm. Yep, so if I had a restaurant, if, if we had a restaurant and we were doing takeout, we would only, well, first of all, we wouldn't be using any plastic. We'd be using cardboard boxes. Yeah. But we would also be implementing paper bags. There are some restaurants, there's a great one, in, a great Greek one in Chicago, actually, um, where all their takeout, it's like beautiful and all very, 
it depends on the, the item. There are bags, there are little cardboard boxes. There are, it's all different paper, biodegradable things in different shapes that suit yeah. the food type that it contains. It just feels like all it takes is a little bit of Effort? actual thought and <laughs> yeah. maybe some more thought about the online ordering of, of said products. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, the kind of places that are restaurants that have burgers, I'm just like, I don't... I don't, I would never order the burger to go because it's at a sit down restaurant. Right. We're talking about, this is why we're talking about bistro burgers. You know? And it's also like, wait, are you going to give me fries in plastic? Because (gasps) I've been to Five Guys and they come in a gigantic paper bag and there's nothing more thrilling. There is nothing more thrilling than the look of a little bit of grease seeping through the outside of a paper bag. You have <laughs> taken me somewhere that I love to go with a special vacation spot called Bag of Grease. <laughs> called Bag Is it of the grease. wax on the bag or is it the grease? Is it both? I don't care. I love that. Love that. And just a little. Just doesn't a little. Have, we're not, just a little. It's not soaked in grease. Don't mm, everybody freak I out. I fucking love Five Guys. I, I had it for the first time <gasps> in San Diego. It's still good, right? Oh, it's fucking delicious. It's amazing. It's one of those... Well, it's one of those places where, to me, it's obviously beyond acceptable that it's not a thick patty. Yeah. It's thick enough, but it's like... Because something like that, it's about the height of it, actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's about the height. It's about the smush that you can get. Yep. And it's also about the sauces that are on it. Yeah. So it's less to me about like the flavor of meat and more about like this weird combination of flavors that combines to pure perfection. And the fact that they have seasoned fries. Oh my God, I love seasoned fries so much. And I think they maybe like double fry their fries. They're just like that really good, crispy, crispy fry. But also like you could wag them. Yeah. You know? Yes, yes. Yeah, but when they've been like, sitting in that greasy bag. Yeah, but they're really good and dense. I once did an Oscars party before I knew you, okay, really. This was, you. I think, the Oscars of 2011. We did a little house party, and we just picked up from Five Guys, and we got a bunch of burgers, and we got a bunch of fries, and we poured all the fries into a giant bowl. And oh, it was yes. just the best, one of the best... Events, eating and entertainment events of the year. I know I've asked this question before, but are you waffle fries or straight fries? Whoa. I mean, I'm not a waffle fry. I would never wow. order a waffle fry if it was, if I was given, this is what I, hold, let, before you voice your judgment to our friends, first let me finish. I would never order a waffle fry in lieu of a regular fry, unless my only other option was steak fries. But if I could just or get like... Or shoestring fries. Or shoestring fries. Okay, thank God. But if I could just get normal fries, then what I will do is I will also get an order of waffle fries. I just want to quickly go through the hierarchy of potatoes. For, for yourself? <laughs> I want to include... Yes. Well, I'm asking you and I would of like to... Of all potato types or fry types? This is the hierarchy of needs, but with potatoes. Okay. Potatoes. Of fry, all fries. Fries, fries, oh, fries. Oh, fry okay. types, fry types. But thank we're including God. tater tots in there. Because we've got tater tots... <laughs> We've got waffle fries, we've got straight fries that are like a McDonald's fry. Yes. We've got shoestring fries, we've got, did I already say steak curly fries? Curly fries. We've got curly fries. We've got steak fries, we've got a like a twice bake that's, that are like that, they're all really, really brown. Yep, yep. Um, um, perhaps that's is it. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. 
There's something in between a steak fry and a regular fry that's like the diner fry. Yep. Where it's like exactly sort of yes, the width of my it's finger. Yes, it's a cube. It's a yeah, cube. Exactly. And it's a it, perfect square. And in a way, you're like, this might be close to potato. Like, there's nothing kind of fluffy about it. It yes. almost is like... Right. It's almost like, like they, they just poached it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> they like, and there's right. always like a little bit of skin on. It's like you can still see a little bit of skin on the top. Yep. So they're like, hey, this was this was this a potato once upon a time. me? Yeah. <laughs> um... I, I, I'm inclined to include a home fry in there. I know it's a totally different genre. You are genre. wild. I am wild, but it has the word fry in it, so I feel like it's okay. Is this a semantics hierarchy? <laughs> yeah, or... just basically. So obviously number one would be home fry. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> um, Fine, okay. we can include that. But if but if the hierarchy is, what is it exactly? Okay. Use of the potato or or what you would... No, like like it's it's according to each person's whims. But like, when are you ordering home fries with a burger? Oh God! If the See, restaurant is famous for home fries, okay, you're not. All right, okay, home fries have been struck. It's as a side to a burger. Yes. Okay. 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 The potato side. And, give, and then I'll I give might, me a week to marinate about adding tater tots. Can you what? add no, tots? No, no, no. Okay, tots are a hundred percent a part okay, of it. Thanks. I'm sorry. You're lucky I'm not trying to add a baked potato because that would be a whole disaster. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm going to go straight up McDonald's fry at the Platonic top. ideal. Platonic ideal. Can't unfuck with a bowl. I walked by McDonald's the other day. I was feeling sad and lonely. And I was like, truly, what is stopping me? Okay, can I please tell you a really quick story? That's something I say to myself and wonder. Sliding doors. <laughs> what if I had gotten those fries? And then I picture myself in that Getting McDonald's saying, large fry, quarter pound of cheese. Okay, I'm going to tell you this very quick story. So I was just in the UK for Harry's 20th high school reunion. And oh, don't he never tell to... a man's age. What? Keep going. <laughs> I didn't tell his age. I just told him when he graduated. He could have graduated and he was... 20. He did? Nope. Wait. No. What? No. 13. 10. Yeah. Um, Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) So, I was not invited to the reunion. It's an all-boys school. It's a boarding school. They all wore tuxedos. I could tell this was going to be a very drunk evening. So, I went. I'd never seen the school before. So, we, like, took the train out. Slash, all the trains were canceled. So, we ended up driving out. Whatever. We get there. Oh, my God. I, like, walk around (laughs) for 10 minutes. It's so beautiful. We have a half a pint of Guinness in the pub. Hold on. Am I allowed to interject and ask questions or only at the end? At the end. Okay. I'm going to have to write these down. We have a half a pint of Guinness at the pub. It's great. I say goodbye. I get on the train. I'm like, I'm going to go and have my night. I saw Luke Harlan. We, like had a dirty martini. Why was he there? He lives in London at the moment because his boyfriend Jimmy is in Oklahoma. Didn't know that. If you're in London, go and see Oklahoma. It's so good. And it was so much fun to see Luke. So then we like went to a gay bar. We saw, do you know Alexander Woodward? Whatever. He was there too. Yeah. So we like had a drink. I was exhausted. I went home. I pass out and I'm like, Harry's clearly not going to be home until really late. I wake up at 2.40 and I start like going through my head in a panic. I'm like, oh fuck. Like what if he's just lying in a ditch? Who the hell knows what happens when like you get together with a bunch of your high school bros. Mm-hmm. Um, Suddenly things. the doorbell rings. And I'm like, I stick my head out and I'm like, Harry? And I'm like, okay, he must have lost his keys. And I just say, yeah, Harry. So I go downstairs, but the dining room light is on. Wait, 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 wait. Were you expecting him to come home so late? 
Yes, of course. I'm like, he's out at a reunion with his friends. Like, as far as I was concerned, I was like, he might show up at 7 a.m. Sorry, that was a, I interjected. Go on. The dining room light is on. I look in. Harry is passed out in a chair, sitting upright. All of the buttons of his shirt are completely undone. Tie is off. Thing is off. Shoes are (gasps) off. Just head fully on his chest. And I'm like, the doorbell rings again. I'm like, what's going on? I go, I open the doorbell. It's a McDonald's delivery man. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Go on. Tell me what he says. I come in. I'm like, Harry. Harry, he looks at me with the wildest eyes I've ever seen. Like, oh. Like, oh, oh. And I was like, your food just just came. And he goes, oh, oh. So he did come after all. I love Harry. (laughs) He had ordered a quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, an extra large order of fries and a diet coke. <laughs> also, like I, everything about this, I love. I love just like this. It's a British fantasia in my oh my god, mind. It was truly, just perfect. like the fact that they get back dressed up for their high school reunion. Oh, but that's also what they wore to school every day. <laughs> they wore tails to school. The uniform. No, they didn't. The uniform is tails. It's black slacks. Black shoes and a black, I don't, Harry's going to make so much fun of me for not a waistcoat. I don't know what the right verbiage is, Harry. I'm sorry. It's so, wow. it's unbelievable. And so it's like just a bunch of men in their 30s in these, I mean, like to- beyond Fantasia beyond what I could possibly imagine. Unbelievable. <laughs> the fact that McDonald's exists in other places as a place where you would want to order from a delivery, like where that's even... Uh, no, this is what's so crazy about the UK. Everything is closed at 10 p.m. McDonald's is the only place that's open. I also oh. said it was 2.40. I woke up at 2.40. It was 4 by the time yeah. that this happened. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're all closed. So McDonald's is literally like your only... One night, me and Harry and his sister, Mary, we got back from a wedding like in the out in Wimbledon. And we got back and we're searching furiously... Not, not a fried There's chicken place, no- not a pizza place, n- nothing. Well, fried chicken, who do you think you are? Of course not. Oh, no, we stopped in at a fried chicken oh, you place, know and they oh, were like, wait, wait. we closed just 10 minutes ago. I can't believe I just said that actually on the air, because when I was studying abroad in London, every night after drinking, there was one fried chicken place. We That was yeah. my introduction to fr- How dare I? Exactly. I don't know that, myself. Right. I know you. But yeah, exactly. They were like, well, we'll go, I guess we'll go to this so fried chicken random. place. We and went every closed. weekend. More. We went twice a week. Turns out it's not random. Turns out that's all, that's the only place that's open. Wow. wow. Anyway, I just wanted to tell that McDonald's story. That's so good. My biggest question is, but actually I have the answer in my head, so I don't have to ask it. When you started, I was picturing that you had also just dressed up for this reunion, even though you weren't going to it. No, no, Which, no. Because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so far off, right, to like assume that because the school was so fancy, that even if one were to go tour it, you would have to be wearing, like you couldn't just wear a t-shirt and jeans <laughs> to hang out there with Harry before the reunion. Thank God that did not occur to me because otherwise I would have been like really questioning my outfit choices. No, I was just wearing home clothes and they were all in there. But how very outfit. like sex in the city of you like in a black tie ball gown at a gay bar because you weren't allowed in the reunion, oh, you know what I mean? so true. I just came in from eating. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> no, like you weren't allowed in. You're the American. Oh, you're right. And you and it, you didn't realize that it's only the men because it was an all boys school and that wives weren't allowed for their 20 year reunion, which is a little weird. Oh no, I don't think so. It's like I guess you're you right. want to see your actual friends. You don't want to like spend your time hobnobbing with your friend's wife and like having to be polite. God, that is so um, civilized. I I wonder. I mean, I, if they do that I, at my husband's high school because I think there's something to comparing these high schools interesting like the kind of all boys all American high school that my husband went to Brunswick yeah yeah versus Eden just like that kind of right that's where he went yeah um like Chris's high school reunions to me are a nightmare like I would never let Chris just I would never just be like yeah come home whenever you want oh but I'm I'm like they're all gonna be dead with hookers they're gonna all like roll I, I, they're they're nuts. Those well, bo- oh, those men. Yeah, I mean, so love you guys. Married. But I mean, I, but I think to me that's kind of part of the point. Is like, it's so great to have a forum where you can get all of that out and like do all of that and like where it's your old friends. I don't know. I mean, I've been just scared that something's gonna happen to Chris, like, and he will be hurt. Mm. I mean, I live in constant terror of that as well. Yes. Isn't that funny? I feel like that is like the reality of actually being in love is that you're just constant. It's just a constant state of fear that something's going to befall the other person. That's what I've always thought and said. But that was why when I woke up at 240, I basically spent two hours being like, Sophie, he's fine. He's fine. He's totally fine. And in fact, he was. Oh, yeah. He was more than fine. He, he had, I, I'm like, how could you see your phone screen clearly enough to order McDonald's? Because yeah. I know myself, I have read my texts mm-hmm. that I have sent to people when I'm that drunk, and they are completely incoherent. Well, you know what? You are unique and one of a kind and wonderful, and that's who you are, and that's why we love you. What are you trying to say? I just mean that I believe that for you, yeah. that your texts are like that. Oh, God. I feel like I could text. I could text. I could, like... Oh. I could order the McDonald's and I could receive the McDonald's. I could fool people. I have like a 10 minute, like I could do any interaction for 10 minutes when I'm really drunk without anyone ever knowing I'm drunk. I just, I, I have the same thing until I hit a wall and then it's very obvious. I don't hit the wall. I start puking. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is I another debate. You. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, sometimes I'm like, I wish I could keep going, but instead I, I'm... No, you don't. No, Sick. no, no. No, it's not fun to wake up the next morning and be like, oh, no, I'm having. Yeah, but you always seem like you're having a lot of fun. <laughs> I am. I'm this, having a great time. The sick part comes to me very fast. Oh, but I feel like I've never been with you when you've barfed. But have you ever been with me where I'm, like, unable to make a, like, send a text message? No, it's not that I'm unable to send a text message. Like, they're, they are, act- sorry, if I said they were incoherent, it's not that they're incoherent. They're just, like... Forceful in the dictation, like making sure that every, yeah. it's like I'll, like I'll be prepared to send a text, then I read it over twenty times, being like, "Am I too drunk to send this text? Am I too drunk?" Um, totally, okay, it's a paranoia okay? thing. Yes, exactly. It's totally. like a paranoia Isn't thing. That, yeah. Um, wait, but I was gonna say something about that, which was oh no, I just I just put my phone on airplane mode now. Oh yeah, yeah. There have been well, that's for another time. I, I'm. 
I'm like, if I were an editor, would I cut this part? Are no. we going off on too much of a tangent? There was okay, quickly. No, everybody's loving the tangents. Uh, it's all a tangent. Can Isn't I get a life is? Woot woot for the tangents. But I've literally been getting texts from people saying that they like the tangents. All so right. tangents welcome. Well, but I'm the asshole. I'm like the one in a hundred who listens to a podcast and be like, well, they said they were doing a hierarchy of French fries, and I when are oh. they circling back to them? I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? You're so right. I had for to me. interrupt Do it for me. I had to interrupt for the Harry story. Yes, you did. But now we're back to the hierarchy. I just if I didn't get it in with McDonald's, I felt there wouldn't be an appropriate place. No, and I feel like I'm glad because this episode is all about like French fries and love. Now that we think about yeah, it, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so we're there with uh, the transcendent McDonald's French, French fry, fry, of course. After which, for me, it goes straight to waffle. Call me crazy. <laughs> I go straight to a waffle. Okay. Because of the seasoning on the waffle. But it's, you can't eat more than five of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know my stomach. Sorry, Ari's chair is squeaky. It's just squeaky. It's, it, ignore it. I'm it's totally fine. Keep chair. squeaking. I think now that we've said it, it's fine. Okay, you can't eat more than five? Okay, and no, I could eat five. But like, there's something about the enjoyment of a thing like a fry, a McDonald's fry, where it's, Kind of subconsciously about the amount that you can oh. consume. The handfuls, if you will. Yes, but it's the, the, the idea is the handfuls because I just had a very visceral experience of wanting to say that the steak fry is so the bottom of the heap for me. It's almost like it shouldn't exist. And it's like amount of potato that you could eat with steak fries probably outweighs amount of potato that you eat with a McDonald's fry. As in you have steak five steak fries and like... Well, you just ate a potato. And you also have that feeling, what is that? <gasps> yes. What is that? Yes. yes. <laughs> no one is there a word for it? Oh my God. There ha- okay. Where it's like. Let's <laughs> come up with it. Okay, guys, we're both pointing Wait, to like, are like the exact where like your, your neck meets like yeah. that, that bone. It's like where your like thyroid is. Yes. It's like the very bottom of your maybe esophagus. Yeah, or like larynx, pharynx, pharynx. Don't know and what that word starts the with. The feeling is that you might have you might have filled yourself up so much that it's just <laughs> stuck there. It's like until you, you somehow like evacuate yourself, it's just gonna sit there, yes. which is not the case. Eventually, it goes down. Stop. You have a flash in your mind, a thought flashes through your mind that is, oh no, did I not chew that enough? <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. You think, oh, I'm th- this might be it for me. It is. It, you could. It is. It's either it's stuck or. Or it's coming up. <laughs> but what's Come coming on. up is it's just French fry. There's no stomach acid. It's just no, fry. No, you're just, just suddenly potato. you're really full, but right there. Yes, exactly right there. <laughs> and it's dangerous. Some might say you have a blocked throat chakra. Yeah. Yes, it's very dangerous. It's like, like trying to take another bite. Don't even try to take no, another bite. No, but you might have eaten. I almost sometimes feel like if I took another sip, it would just like gurgle on top of that. <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying. <laughs> Okay, if we could come up for a name. What is that? There must be a clinical word for that. Okay, what comes to mind for me is Vollstopfen. I was going to say, there's got to be a German <laughs> word for it. So like Vollstopfen would mean, there, there's a word that's Nachstopfen, which means like, I love this word so much. It means taking another bite after you still have food in your mouth. Okay. Meaning like, okay, you've taken yeah, one bite, you're still chewing, and you're like putting is. another. And then so Vollstopfen would be like yes. stuffing once you're already oh full. Oh my god, German is the best language. It really is. Of, I mean, 
just from well, a pure linguistic just, standpoint, yes, I mean, just unbelievable. Study of linguistics. I mean, I mean, how bad you guys? Truly really amazing. Um, all right, so sorry, that's where we are. Obviously, on a steak fry. It's like, yeah, no, it's bottom, just bottom, bottom, of bottom, the bottom, heat. bottom, bottom. It's almost like you want to eat it with a steak knife. Can I get a? Can I get a? Ding, ling, 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 ling. <laughs> yeah, can I get a? Nope. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but in a okay. way, I'm like, who are the people who are enjoying steak fries? I'm just so curious about who would be like, sorry, steak fries is obviously at the top of my list. There's a time when you want a steak fry, and it's almost when it's like you want home fries. It's The time is called breakfast. It's like yeah. having potatoes. It's like... I'm like, if you Here's cover... what it is. It's like it's too much potato. It's like picking... You have two stones that are completely identical. And you pick one up, I'm <laughs> making a, a visualization for mass and density. You know what I mean? When you're eating fries, you're like, I could eat a million of these. Steak fries, right. there's so much more potato in it. I also just want to clarify for everybody who's listening, I hope you guys are still listening because we think this is fascinating content, that when we say steak fries, I'm talking about like a, like we're talking about a wedge. They know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I know, but I'm just worried that somebody's just like, wait, like a thick fry? And it's like, no, we're talking about like a wedge. Or like and a it's big, like slimy, big, long big kind of long. like Ugh. flat log, but it's so it's like yes. five potatoes t- took. There were five potatoes in that one fry. Yeah, like yeah. it's somehow heavier than a just an actual potato. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Okay, so those are the bottom. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, waffle fries. Another reason why it's hard to eat a lot because it's like having your burger. Mm-hmm. And a side of Doritos because they're yes. they're an enjoyment all to themselves. Like I will gladly walk around. Okay, theoretically, in my fa- in my American Fantasia, I would walk around an amusement. Oh no no! Okay. But I did go to. I have been going to the mall by my house recently and been like, this is a joy. I returned some stuff today from Uniqlo. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go to my Uniqlo at the mall right here. Go to my local mall. It's fucking nuts. But no, a waffle fry at an amusement park. There are so many fried goods. I mean, a churro. Oh my god. But you know what I mean, like the so that the waffle fry is the delight. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why I have to. I had to specify that it's with a burger. As like a yes. side. Okay, I hear that. You think that. in and of themselves because then I might also no. put waffle fries next. I uh, To me, I think it's like an in and of itself. All right. It depends on also the quality of the burger though. Oh my Don't God. Don't you think? Yeah. It's like, if the burger is excellent, yes, then you have the burger and then the waffle fries are a separate enjoyment. But if it's like a Five Guys burger and then you're having that kind of waffle fries feel, I think together is fine. Yeah. It's kind of a more is more situation where does shoestring rank oh boy yeah i oh mean God. i think hillstones changed their fry because they got so many complaints about shoestring fries oh, they were great. a shoestring fry place let's be Not honest anymore. okay i want to be honest with you and with all of our listeners in the world a shoestring fry is a sad re- excuse or replacement for a garnish oh i was gonna say for a chip it's almost like it doesn't know what it is. It's like it was a chip that then got caught in a shredder. It's a, like a weirdo garnish. It's like, hey, look what we can do with little tiny potatoes. Isn't that the worst? On the deep fry. When they literally use it as a garnish? Yeah. When it's like there's four shoestring fries. Listen, if there's a heap of shoestring fries, I can get down because I understand that I can consume one gigantic potato in the process. I mean, but if there's like four of them, no, no. that's oh my God. if a shoestring fry arrives on my plate in any form, I'm like, 
This isn't good. This doesn't I'm bode you well. One star on Yelp. <laughs> I know I'm going to hate all of this. Yes. The rest of what is to come at this restaurant. It says something about your restaurant. It says that you're afraid of actual enjoyment. You might be afraid of quantity. And you're dated also if you're using it as a garnish. Like it's just, a, there's no place for a shoestring fry anywhere. I just want to say if anybody who works at a restaurant or owns a restaurant <laughs> no. is listening to this no. and you have a reason for loving a shoestring fry, I right want to hear it. Like if you are making a shoestring fry that's super crispy, I could be down. Okay, I was scared you were, apo- you were like, oh no, I'm not apologizing. You were feared of oh, no. potential cancellation oh, via the shoestring vibe. May I mean, <laughs> put that on your Sophie bio. Famed actor Sophie yeah, on your tombstone. Canceled from yeah. shoestring fry. Defamation her of vocal, shoestring yeah, fry. <laughs> Takedown of shoestring fries. Um, where did we? What else did we have on that list? Oh, we had like the diner the twi- fry. Yeah. Well, we don't have to go there now that. Because the diner fry to me, it sort of rang. It's just very middling. Yeah. But the, yeah, the, what we want in a fry is something we can eat a lot of, something that's crispy. <laughs> so I'm just having an image. I'm like, okay, the only way that shoestring fries are enjoyable is if you stuff so many into your mouth, there's, there's like a lot po- poking out of the corners. Do you know what I mean? Like you were a cartoon of a cow or a horse and just took a bite of hay. Chewing cut. Yeah. Exactly. Take and a it's like, bite of hay. It's like use your thumb to like... <laughs> thumb. That's your thumb and your tongue. To like your tongue to get in. some... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like in that case, the shoestring fry can be enjoyable. No. But aside from that, it's just a... No. It's, it's a no-go. It's weird. It's like weird fried potato noodles. I don't want it. But... I'm also deeply disappointed when my burger comes and it's served with chips. Oh, it's really disappointing. But chips are for a lobster roll. Yeah. Chips are for a club sandwich. Chips can even before um, a... Um, yeah, a, like anything a, at like, you're right, lobster roll, clam roll, chicken sandwich, maybe not. No, but they could be for a turkey... Brie, green apple. Oh my chips are for oh like my God. if you're in a place where they don't have a deep fryer. Yeah, get your chips. Yeah, chips. But maybe like, some Parmesan crumbles. They're oh, not. You know what I mean when they're like kind of round little snowflakes. Yeah. Oh God. Which I once read was actually cardboard. Belgioso, I believe, is what you're referring to. Nope. Nope. The one with the green cap. Yeah, I think what Belgioso is, is actually good. I think Belgioso is supposed to be actually it good. It is. No, it's yeah, good. If yeah. you're like making pizza at home. Stephen Jenkins told us that. Oh, yeah. Hey, here's a shameless plug. Go back to listen, and listen to our episode on, with Steve Jenkins. Ugh. Cheesemonger extraordinaire. Um, oh, God, olive oil Jones. There's none here. I don't know what to do. I've got to go buy some. There's nothing here for There's the record. There's nothing here. Yeah. Um, wait. Okay, hold on. The fries. Fries. So the chips. The chips that oh, are the coming. Chips. The chips. Well, also, you know, we're a podcast that is basically wholly supported <laughs> by Lay's. I mean, they pay us so much every month. We're drowning in Lay's. Just kidding. I mean. No chip company has ever given us any money. No one, no one really has given us money. That's not true. We've gotten money, but we've gotten, there. it's pennies. <laughs> it's so I would it's say almost like a it's like some a might say pay. it's nickels. <laughs> some might say collectively. <laughs> Sometimes in a oh and my a nickel. god yeah. Um, Wait, what? but on the okay on the on the things that chips are allowed to go. Oh, oh it's oh, like oh, if I'm oh. having a club sandwich, I'm very happy to see 
a kettle fried chip. What do they mean when they say kettle fried? Oh, it's like twice fried, kind of hard, like could cut your mouth. Oh, no, I, I see them in my mind's eye, but like, what is the kettle? And oh, why like, does it give advice. a harder fry? <laughs> Whoa. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's like, okay, does a kettle only refer, be, can a kettle only be referred to as something as the thing that makes tea and has a spout? Or does a kettle oh just God. mean like, it's just a vessel? <laughs> Oh my Hold god. On, I'm gonna look it up while we're oh here. my god, I never considered this. I can't believe we didn't film this episode because we are making some <laughs> insane expressions right now. Kettle definition. A container or a device. Wait. Okay. Right, is it are they made in if it's you funny, were, they don't even want to give me the definition. They just want I literally <gasps> put in kettle definition, but they just want to show me kettles because they're like, are you that dumb? Well, a container say- or device in which water is boiled, having a lid mm-hmm. spout. And handle. So it has to have a lid, spout, and handle. But I feel like it might just be the name of a style that they are using to describe their chips, which actually... Because kettle corn is also a thing. Exactly. I don't... I'm, that's kettle those, those corn big, is sweet. Right. So it's not a style. Or it I think it means... I think that it means... Okay, I'm going to go out. Here's my hypothesis. I think that in the context of chips and popcorn it means it's like made in this old timey style Mm. right there and then and not in a deep fryer but in like a tin thing Mm. that you might get at like a country county fair country fair county fair as we were talking before about waffle fries and and amusement parks Mm -hmm. i was like i am going to put the duchess county fair in my agenda now <gasps> yeah. because I would like to actually plan my summer around it because it's one of these things a county <laughs> fair is something where it's like it sneaks up on you and then you go oh no I had plans for that night that's not acceptable to me anymore I would like to plan to be present at a county fair this year because nothing makes me happier than a county ca- literally maybe nothing makes me happier <laughs> literally I'm only happy at county fairs I, I am living under a cloud for 99% of my life literally skin contact is like amazing i'm obsessed yes yes but i love a county fair so much a funnel cake a ride a peek in at the biggest horse you've ever seen you know etc etc mostly that for me i'm like show me all of your novelty livestock and produce I want to see big things that aren't supposed to be big. Also, I sometimes want to see, like, blue things that aren't supposed to be blue. I want to see, like, things. And we used to go to the Orange County Fair. They would have, like, pink Angora rabbits. What? Like, that's magical beyond belief. The people want to be connected to the earth. I know. That's all a county fair is. Is like, let me remind myself why I love being alive in this place. I think if I had not grown up in a city... I could have been a 4-H kid. I hope to. I hope I would have been a 4-H kid. What is a 4-H kid? What's a 4-H kid? Oh my God! It's like the kids who are entering all of those animals into the competitions. Oh. They're the ones who do like livestock competitions and stuff. Of like, did you raise the best pig? Why are you called a 4-H kid? Um, I don't I know mean, what does 4-H. Stand I've never for? actually been to a county fair. What? What? Oh my God, Ari, are you serious? Yes. <gasps> Why would I ever have gone to a county fair? Oh, um, because probably Michigan has like some of the best county fairs in the world. Illinois probably. I mean, what? What are you talking about? 
But what, what do you mean you I grew up? It's like I grew up in a city. We didn't like go to a county fair oh, on the no, weekend. You gotta leave the city to go to the county fair. Oh no, we just went to camp. Oh, oh my we, god. When Wait, you're when oh, you grow so up in Chicago, here's was my here's experience a of growing this up came in up. Chicago. It's called Fate, and it's called <laughs> I, we're scheduling oh, our I've summers always, around this summer's county fair. I've always <gasps> wanted to go to one, but it was oh, like my. if we left Chicago, we like flew out of there. I don't know what the no. rest of Illinois is like. No, but you guys went to Michigan. When we would get invited to people's houses, it's only recently that my parents got a house in Michigan and they just got it and they just stay in it and never, they're not like okay. part of the community. Now I'm understanding. Because in my head, I'm like, wait, what's the area called Mm-mm. that their house is in? Union Pier. It's also like very lake. It's very like. But I'm like lakeside. That's a, that's a good place to have a county fair. I don't think they have one. Okay, but they do. <laughs> but aside from not. Okay, this summer we're going to a county fair. I'm so excited to take you. It's it's a, it's magical beyond belief. You have to get tickets to we buy things. You should Irish. You oh, have to get tickets oh, to get for the tickets. county fair. What if it's changed? I bet not. County I bet not. fairs never change. They. I mean, if something never changes, it's a county fair. It better be. They should give out tattoos at that county fair. Let's I say that. would get a tattoo at a county fair. Okay, under what circumstances would you get a tattoo? Jesus, you're hitting me with the hard questions today. <laughs> <laughs> Under what circumstances? Okay. I'm feeling loose. I'm feeling free. It would have to be like, I'm my husband in this other life of mine, uh-huh. or right now, we, if we want to go there, Chris is diagnosed with some like... He has like two weeks left oh to God. live. Oh, God. Okay. okay. That's, that's what we're talking okay. for me to get a tattoo. The tattoo itself, however, is the primary reason. But never have I been approached or thought of an idea that is so compelling that I want to, would want to get a tattoo for the sake of getting that tattoo. There's yes. something about getting a tattoo that has to do with the idea of getting a tattoo. And yes. that's just not for me. It's not for me either, but I just suddenly, in my tipsy haze had a thought of like what if I was on a trip with like a bunch of other people that was so epic that we were like yeah we gotta do it how where I don't know was something about the county fair really like evoked this in me I think that <laughs> so Tramp I, got here, I was like yes it's I wouldn't get it at the county fair but I feel like maybe there's something about the freedom of that something about the freedom of just Long, like long days that stretch into night and funnel cakes. Can I just say that this is how city kid we both are? Is that I'm like, no, I've never actually been to one. And you're like, this is a life changing event where you're close to the earth. And that's the closest you've ever felt to the earth is by way of a county fair. So we need to get someone up in this podcast who's like, oh, I just grew up around county fairs. And if I were to get a tattoo, it would be like, the North Pole, you know? <laughs> I just want to say the county fair only comes around once a year, okay. so I'm sure that those kids are equally taken by it. The 4-H kids, sorry. We're back to the 4-H kids. The 4-H kids, of course. What does that stand for? Do you know? No, okay, I'll look at yeah, okay. No, it's fine. I don't, I don't ever want to know, actually. Let that be one of life's great okay, mysteries. It's a non-profit. Okay. 4-H, positive youth development, mentorship, and education. Okay, this sounds like a big... Federal and or like, oh, this is, is an no, intervention. in 1902. The HK program. Okay, the 4H. HK is. What's HK? I don't know. My television. 
It was. It started in 1902. The, the youth the organization. Okay. Okay. I thought oh, it was like, head. oh, Bezos is like, hey, who wants to be a 4-H no, kid? Okay. No, it, it it stands for head, heart, hands, and health. Do oh you think God. pessimism is contributing to my depression? Yes. <laughs> the fact that you fucking Bezos well, started that shit, man. It's like, what? no. it's The organization is administered by the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. You are pitching this like going to a county fair can change the mental health of this entire city. I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think that's untrue. Wow. Because it's just, it, you know what? It's the reason why America feels good. There's a (laughs) lot of reasons why America feels bad. But when you go to a county fair, it's like, oh my God, in a way, this is like the best parts of America. It's like, it's carnival, it's rides, it's like people showing the things that they've grown. Okay, follow up. It's like youth being excited, it's greasy fried foods. I mean, I once went to a rodeo in Oregon, like far out of Portland. I was staying in Portland and my friend happened to be going to a rodeo and it was like the most magical evening of my life. All right, okay, listen, okay. The hold on, hold on. Let me just... I totally think that that is my dream. It is your dream. It's definitely I, and I dream. wish it could have been my wedding. Like, what you were describing, I'm like, those are the types of feelings I wanted to evoke during our plug for our wedding season. <laughs> <laughs> are you planning one? Please, listen in. Season four, three, H. All about weddings. But I'm like, is that actually America? Like, what is, you know, I don't know. Or is that just like a fun thing that happens in certain places? Like, what? I think every country has their own version of a festival. Like, in Italy, they'll have like Sagra del... So you think it's that here more so than like a Six Flags? Well, Six Flags is year-round, whereas I think this is like a place where individuals get to show their pride, right? So it's like Six Flags is a corporation... And, like, we all get to go and enjoy it. Whereas, like, these country county fairs are a place where individuals get to go and be like, this is my thing that I grew. Or, like, this is me. I mean, I don't know how the people who make the funnel cakes feel, but they're like, yeah, this is, like, the thing that I do. Like, I've got a truck <laughs> and I make me, the funnel right cakes. Here. And, like, I don't know. But I, but I do think for the 4-H people and, like, for the agricultural competitions, it's, like, a whole... It's a showcase as opposed to, like, a, nobody's being showcased at Six Flags except for, like, the Riddler, which is a great ride in No, it's just... <laughs> no, but it, you're right. It's just um, whoever owns those. Soon, if not yeah. already, it's like, well, it's Disney. Or in like, Does Disney own Six Flags? No, but they own Disney. They might. No, I mean, they might. They might, exactly. Flags. So it's like, it's, it's kind of like a Hollywood extension. Yeah. Um, but, Fuck. And don't get me wrong, I love Six Flags. But yeah. agriculture, right? It's a shrinking industry here because it, it's all being bought out by these bigger corporations. So you're making corn, but you're selling it to Monsanto. Oh, I mean, like, what's actually happening agriculturally in this country, that's a whole other So I'm story. just wondering about what you when you were saying that it's, like, so American. I'm wondering if it's just, like, this... It's a relic of something that is now, it's quickly becoming obsolete. Like, what is the average person's... I don't think it's becoming obsolete because I think, like, don't discount how many people are actually, like, 
touched by a county fair, as it's very clear that I yeah. am. Yeah. But I think, like, yes, in terms of, I don't, I mean, I agriculture is clearly not becoming obsolete. It's like more than ever, everybody needs just to becoming be able to defend owned by cor- giant, the same giant corporations. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's been going on for so long now, no, and I think, true. like, also we're maybe finally having a turn towards people being, like, more interested in regenerative agriculture and all kinds of stuff, but, like, I don't know that I have the knowledge to draw the parallel between what's going on with that and what's going on with the county fair. Well, what, I think what I was trying to say was, I wonder if there are more people like you or more people like me in terms of... People who at this age have gone to a county fair or haven't because it's like the people who live in places where, you know, who live in a place where they used to have a county fair, they no longer have county, you know, I just wonder, is that the American experience or is it just like a novelty experience, like going to an amusement park? I think the county fair has been a mainstay. I don't think it's going anywhere. That I I think that is true. I'm pretty sure that that is true. That it's like, I'm a county fair is something that people genuinely look forward to. I don't want to say all year. Clearly, I'm in the all year category. But I think that people like really, really look forward to the county fair. Because I'm it's such so a departure. And it like marks the year in a way. But I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. <laughs> but we should have a look. We should have a look. No, no, I don't think it's going anywhere massively. But I think it's going, possibly going places that don't matter on this podcast that... I will think about in my alternate version of my life. That we'll discuss over dinner. Yes. Guys, wow, this has been, what a great conversation. Potatoes, county fairs. Oh my God, has it been trackable? I think we're oh. like, we, we brought some stuff back. I almost want to say it's been eminently trackable. Yeah, potatoes, county, but the, the lesson of this episode is like, Go grab someone you love, walk around, find your county fair, get some waffle fries. Guys, find your local county fair because suddenly Ari has me nervous that like if we don't keep them alive, no one will. <laughs> You're looking over there, I'm like, is Harry Harry? Oh my god. <laughs> hey, I'm just waving to that person in the corner. Oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> what person? Yeah. It can freak you out, can it? Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.